Welcome to If Not Us, Then Who, a fan fiction-inspired actual play podcast. We are taking the properties that copyright keeps from us and telling better stories with them, because if we don't, who will? We're currently asking, what if Star Wars was good, by going 200 years after The Last Jedi and telling stories in an even doper landscape with characters like... Numi Griff, a Sathari, a pirate, a smuggler, and a bird whose dream is to be a master chef and travel the galaxy. And... Sadara Temple, a bone eater who has been left to her own devices and is now more or less a mercenary and still deeply struggling to not murder the four sensitive people around her. And <laughs> Aishihara, a twitchy Ubizian mechanic with a heart of stolen gold. If, if some of those words meant nothing to you, come to a place where they do mean something. A little less long ago, but exactly the same distance away on If Not Us Than Who. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks, I'm going to fail to solve an ARG, and Marn's going to tell me what I should have done instead. That's right, and this week we are continuing to talk about Fate, the ARG that was made to promote Dexter Season 5? Yeah, Marn is going to continue to tell me about the ARG that birthed a whole lot of types of dudes. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we, we 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 forgot to ask for questions this week because time is a lie uh so we're just gonna jump right into it um so marn i think that what happened last time is um there's a serial killer he's killing people we're trying to catch him and track him down and the last thing that we did uh we have clues we're A, going to go to a dead drop at a hospital that doubles as a shooting location for the show Dexter. And B, some players found Fate's jacket. Right? Uh, Yes. So there was that terrible dead drop where they had to like go to the body exhibition and find a jacket. But there was nobody in the area. So they just like called and harassed the employees. Mwah, perfect. Love it. We love to hear it. <laughs> Uh, and then someone finally went and got it, and inside the jacket they found a um, a sewn-up pocket that had a flash drive in it that had a locked zip file that they didn't know the okay. password to. Uh, and they also found a website with recipes on it that were clues leading to... A, what they think is another dead drop at a hospital on Friday afternoon, which is going to be the day, the next day after they find all of this, they think. So I guess we get into it. I'm not used to doing this without questions. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh- <laughs> I don't know. I'm, feel- I'm feeling good. I'm feeling punchy. Let's get into it. <laughs> I'm trying to think, Marn. What questions do I have for you? Uh, no, I don't have anything. Uh, yeah, let's 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 <laughs> jump right into it. I guess we uh, can like think... ask we can like ask you other questions that don't have to do with the arc. 
<laughs> Barn, how's your day? Uh, my day was pretty good. I only worked a half day of work and I worked from home because it was snowing. Hell yeah. <laughs> How was your day, Andrew? Uh, I learned that it costs $435 to submit something for a Webby. Uh, so listeners, if you want to back your pledges up on the Patreon, uh, we're going to lose best podcast to Conan O'Brien. Uh, that's my day. <laughs> I also worked, but that's the idea that got stuck in my head. Yep. <laughs> I had a good dinner. <laughs> Hell yeah, we did too. Uh, Sam and I started using a uh, a uh, a box meal service, um, who I won't name because you haven't paid us yet, and I gotta get a Webby somehow. Um, and it was it was pretty good. Nice. Um, Alyssa and I didn't get to go grocery shopping this weekend because it snowed for three days. So, uh, but we both had food poisoning last week, so we didn't eat anything Ooh. anyway. Or at least well, Alyssa had food poisoning, and I felt kind of bad for like half a day, but like, mm-hmm. and then immediately recovered. So we have no idea what it was. <laughs> gotcha. Well, you know what really helps if uh, you don't have time to get out and grocery shop thanks to your busy schedule, your busy life, you know how it is. Uh, what if I told you there was a service that brought food right to your doorstep? Mm. I'm not going to name it, though. Pay me money. <laughs> um, this is so- a dumb bit. <laughs> you want to get into so- fate? <laughs> yeah. What I was going to say is, so we still have all of our groceries from last week, so it doesn't really matter that we were started and we didn't get to grocery shop. Oh, well, good. So in a way, having food poisoning uh, worked out. (laughs) You heard it from us first, folks. Food poisoning. It's great. Yay. It worked out. We're never never getting that food box sponsorship now. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's a weird energy. (laughs) Someone please please sponsor us to talk about food boxes. (laughs) (laughs) So we can afford to... (laughs) submit a webby nomination a singular webby (laughs) a singular webby oh boy all right i'm feeling good i'm feeling punchy i'm feeling good energies (laughs) hell yeah so uh so friday so uh august 27th 2010 uh which is the friday that the dead drop is supposed to be uh serial huntress d who is like the kind of the main point of contact for the characters who is like telling them to hunt down this serial killer fate. Um, if you're listening to this, you've probably listened to part one. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she updates her blog, Serial Huntress, and she says uh, what something that the players already know, which is that the mystery surveillance video that uh, they got from fate outside of the house of Sarah Zeisel, who is the woman who was killed in like that really bad makeshift electric chair. Uh, uh-huh. She's like, hey, the tape rolls backwards. So he's actually going into the house and not coming out of the house, which is something right. that you may remember they discovered like days and days ago. Um, yes, we had to prove that a murderer had murdered someone even though we had them on tape saying boy i sure love the fact that i murdered this person (laughs) yeah even though he literally live streamed the murder Uh uh-huh uh and she also points out that he 
tampers with the dog's collar in the video uh, when he's outside the house. Um, And she also emphasizes the uses of the word check-in in relation to the coordinates for the dead drop site. Um, And people are like, oh, maybe we're going to have to like check in on some kind of social networking app uh, when Hmm. we get there at the hospital. Okay. Uh, And it turns out that if that uh, the people who go to the community hospital, that is also a um, like a filming location for Dexter, uh, they check uh, the location on Foursquare, which does Foursquare still exist? I don't know if people still Um, use it. I don't know, but I know, yeah, Foursquare, for for the kids out there, Foursquare used to be an app where people would sign in and say like, hey, I'm at this restaurant. Then they could like review and rate the restaurant. And I think you could even like, quote unquote, control a restaurant like you can in Pokemon Go, except there's no Pokemon, so why bother? Yeah, so they they um they check Foursquare at the at the location and they find that a user called Rip Your Heart Out has checked in there, um, and then at the park across the street, um, and underneath both check-ins there is a phone number that turns out to be a pager number. Gotcha. I had forgotten that we were hot on the trail of the world's least subtle serial killer. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot that this is all leading to something having to do with a heart being ripped out. Probably a heart in a box. <laughs> also, fucking bonkers that an ARG made in 2010 had a pager number in it. <laughs> <laughs> like, pagers were obsolete even in 2010, right? Well, I know, I know doctors either still use or like used pagers for a long time into cell phones being a thing because like um i i think it was just an easy way to get a hold of a doctor on call um a pager was just like a good way to do that i don't know why not cell phones but maybe i don't know with all touch screens and stuff like that maybe it's just easier to have a pager i i i, I remember hearing about that so like a pager at a hospital doesn't super stand out, but it is super weird as a whole to be interacting with pagers in our ARG in 2010. Yeah, like what the the game masters just like had one lying around? I I guess they got one yeah, specifically for the ARG. Was Radio Shack still around in 2010, or had they been had they gone up by then? I don't know. Hold on. Huh. When did Radio Shack close? Uh, yep, Radio Shack was still around until 2015. Okay. Well, they were the last customer, and they said, mm-hmm. hi, we need a pager. And they were like, yeah, we're Radio Shack, we got that. So yeah, so what happens is they get this pager number, and they find out that it's a pager because the real-world player who goes to the hospital calls the phone number and hears the pager. Nice. Uh, and they find it with a package inside of a medical waste basket. <clears throat> nice. Gross, but nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to and... jump back a second. There had yes. to be a moment where if you were a Radio Shack like executive where 
Uh, someone was saying, you know, hey, we might be going by the wayside. There had to have been a moment where one of them thought, we're not outdated. We're radio. Sh- fuck. Shit, we're named after the radio in 2010. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. That had to have happened, right? I would assume so. Anyways, that's that's my thought. Go on with your serial killer or whatever. There's a garbage can with uh, shit in it. So, yeah, so they find a medical waste bin, uh, which is one of those, like, kind of, like, red-orangey bins that has, like, a biohazard sticker on it. Uh, yeah, that where has, you stick needles. <laughs> that has the pager. Uh, what this site says, what looks like a burned bone. Cool. Uh, and a pill that is, like, a white pill that has the number 78 on it. Um and they also find some thank you cards that are all written huh. to a Dr. Brooke Walder. Okay. Um, um, and they are all from former patients or relatives of former patients. Um, and the last one says let me pull up the transcript dear dr brooke walder you have changed the lives of so many and i must admit that i am no exception in a way you have given me a new beginning as well it's quite ironic if you think about it by altering fate's path on so many occasions you also have sealed your own thank you p.s thank you for letting me borrow your syringes they came in handy hmm cool I'm sure that's not going to go poorly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, that's a that's a normal thing yeah, to, easy to shit. say. Goody. Uh, and because this arg still took place at a time where you could just like Google an NPC's name and find the arg NPC on Google, uh, right. the players searched Brookwalder and they were taken to brookwalder.com, uh, which was a memorial site for the friends and family of murder victim Brooke Walder, who was killed in 2007 mysteriously. Uh, and there was a email address for any tips uh, that people could give them as to her murderer. I just find a bunch of Instagram and Facebook profiles. So mm-hmm. puzzles that don't work in 2020. Yeah, um, it's wild to me that this was made in 2010 and so many of the the like puzzle like the mini like puzzle trailheads within this hinged on like we're going to give you a fairly generic name and you have to google it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's weird how little goes not Saying how little goes into some of these puzzles sounds like an insult, but like, it's it's weird that that works here, because you de- you definitely couldn't do that today. Yeah, it's like weird to think that that worked in 2010. Like that doesn't seem that long ago to me. I, yeah, that was what was 2010. That was my senior year of high school, beginning of college. So, uh, like, yeah, Facebook was a big thing. I don't think instagram was around or if it was it was not very big um yeah i i just i guess that there just weren't as many personal websites in big quotes like that as there are today 
you know, today there's four websites, but they're all a bunch of individual pages that are just have a name of a person on it. So I can imagine if you're just looking for a person back then, maybe maybe even Google search results worked better that way, too. You could find a website more easily than a, a Facebook page. It's just strange to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, the internet in 2010 didn't feel that small. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I guess if, like, I don't know, if it was that small in, like, 2008 and, and earlier... Like, we've covered ARGs that kind of hinge on the same thing from, like, 2007, 2008. I guess it makes sense. I don't know. I just, yeah, I, I guess. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the 2010s were, like, when the internet started becoming a lot less small. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this absolutely. Is like, this is very interestingly, like, maybe the last kind of time period when an ARG like this could have been made. Yeah, that checks out. I agree. Anyway, uh, so uh, they find this this website for Brooke Walter, uh, who's a murder victim. There's an email address. It's like, hey, if you have any tips uh, to find her killer, uh, y- you could send it here. Uh, and Serial Huntress puts up a new video um, saying, hey, good job finding the pager and identifying Brooke Walter. Uh, I contacted her family uh, and said that she was probably a victim of fate, uh, and they were very happy uh, to like actually have a lead on her murder. Uh, the police have given me images of the murder scene, um, <clears throat> and the players find out uh, that she was murdered in her own bathtub in Los Angeles, and her heart was literally cut out of her body. Wh- what? <laughs> they cut her heart out? <laughs> Uh, yeah, the dossier says that while her heart was removed, it was not a proper surgical procedure. <laughs> what a heartless act. <laughs> Fuck off. It's very disheartening to learn these gory details of this crime, Marn. No. I, I'm leaving this Discord call. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> I do like that they're just like, yeah, I just went to the police. And they're like, yeah, you want to see some fucked up shit? Check <laughs> yeah. this out. She was just like, oh, yeah, we think the serial killer might have murdered her. And the police were like, all right, you can have the crime scene photos. <clears throat> uh, and they, you also <laughs> And in the photos, they find uh, they find the infinity killer's uh, little, like, infinity symbol signature etched into a bar of soap in the bathroom ah and is she at any point like hey by the way this guy's been messaging us saying heart puns for like two weeks now so you know just for the record is probably your guy nope okay well i mean yeah she's just like i talked to the police and they uh they gave me the crime scene photos (laughs) it's like all right i guess that's how this works hell yeah i love phoenix right (laughs) um and so they learn from this oh this is still on friday a lot of things happened on uh august 27th i guess so they learned from this that there are now three recorded kills by the infinity killer that happened on uh august 17th so there's brooke walters in 2007 uh joe wellmont's in 2009 and sarah zeisel's which happened in 2010 during the arg and people are like oh weird that 
eight that like eight seventeen is a significant number. No idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also on this day, I believe it's listed as also being on this day. A lot of stuff happened on this Friday. Uh, Damn, all the, right. The user who won the rip your heart out contest on uh, on YouTube, which was like you had to send them a sad story about like somebody who did you wrong, uh, gets their prize in the mail, which is a plaque. Uh, it's a national medical award uh, made out to Brooke Walder that has the infinity symbol scratched into it. Um, and this user notices that the screws on the plaque are loose and pries them off um, and kind of disassembles the plaque to find that there is uh, a phrase etched into the back of it, which is save equals kill, um, which turns out to be the password for the zip file that they found. Cool. Uh, and the zip file that they open has a MP3 of uh, fate of the Infinity Killer killing uh, Brooke Walder. Okay. And uh, he does make some heart puns in it. <laughs> oh, goody. <laughs> Uh, and it's 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 him kind of doing like a, a parody uh like doctor's report that's like attempted procedure, heart extirpation, entry into chest cavity has been performed in the usual fashion. <laughs> the the thing about this ARG is that um I'm on the record that serial killer media is just about people being like, I made up a kind of guy. Yes. Uh, also, he kills people. Yes. This ARG is like, what if this guy was a bunch of those guys? Because <laughs> yeah. you got to keep people interested, but you they can't like... have your serial killer do it the same way each time. They were like, because in any what? other fictional thing, he would be the heart cutter outer killer or yeah. the set people up to kill people with the garage door killer. He wouldn't be both of those at the same time. Like, this guy's going to pretend to be a doctor and an electrician. I mean, like, his thing, technically, is that he, like, he kills people, and the theme is, like, things, like, their occupation, I guess, or, like, things that they did wrong during their lives, but I do feel like we've kind of lost plot <laughs> <laughs> look i'm just saying you got classic serial killers you got hannibal what's his deal he eats ya. like he's not like for this one i'm gonna cut out their heart and eat it for this one i'm gonna hook him up to a car battery and then eat it no it's just like you kill someone and you eat them and that's your shtick you stick to it yeah, I mean, I feel like we started off strong with, like, okay, it's the identity theft person, and, like, they're in a room full of mirrors, and their fingerprints are filed off, and now it's like, well, all right, it's a doctor, so I guess you cut her heart out, and you made, like, this fake, funny MP3 about, like, doing a surgery or something. <laughs> It's some real Fisher Price jigsaw. Well, shit. all right, hold on now. This so this murder technically took place in 
2007. So this is like an early one. This is early work. Oh, so this is before he he found his shtick. Yeah, I think that. No, I get it. We all it we've is. all got like bad acts hidden in our closet where we're just like, let's tried this one, wasn't feeling it. Swapped style, swapped genre. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is like before he like kind of had a handle on his shtick. He was like, well, it's a okay. doctor, so maybe maybe I'll do like a fun fake surgery thing. <laughs> sure okay and okay. then they get and then they get more elaborate so then you get like the identity theft guy and the electrical chair right what what was the electrical chair's job were they an electrician i don't were they a driver i don't remember what the reasoning behind the electrical chair is i just kind of remember it because it uh <laughs> were they a garage door installer but secretly I guess. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't want to go all the way back up to find it. I bet you this guy, he's going to meet his next victim in the person. They're like, so what do you do for a living? And they'll be like, I'm a butcher. And he'll be like, oh, thank Christ, an easy one. Oh, thank the Lord. I just use a <laughs> knife. <laughs> oh, and there was also like the military guy who he shot. <laughs> <laughs> that was also an easy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got we got crime scene photos of the the chopped out heart lady. What happens next? So they get the MV3. Oh, and also Fate's uh next dream therapy session goes live on the Sleep Superbly website. Uh, okay. And he tells Iris like the digital therapist. That he has had a very good week. Uh, he makes a, 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 some heart puns as per cool. usual. Awesome. I uh, loved my week. <laughs> uh, he says, I I guess I've just had a really good week. My friends and I had a real heart to heart, which I was very excited about. <laughs> uh, he yep. talks about picking up uh, the local newspaper uh, and looking at the classified section. Uh, and he tells Iris that he uh, has been sleeping very well. Oh, good. Uh, he's also wearing a t-shirt that says Philadelphia. So people are like, ah, maybe he's in Philadelphia. Um, and people go and take a look at the Philadelphia classified ads, but they don't find anything interesting yet. But on Monday, August 30th, they do. Uh, because uh, D, Serial Huntress, actually posts a picture of it. Um, she posts a classified ad from the Philly paper that says, Your fate, my fortune. We met a few years ago. Without you, I would never be where I am. And I am very close to where I need to be. I could call you my personal hero. My hero on fire. And from there, the players find a Twitter account uh, which is at Hero on Fire, uh, which is following three other accounts, Fight on Fire, Light on Fire, and Fade on Fire. Uh, and they don't have any tweets, but when again, when you put their avatars together, it forms a hidden picture. Okay. Uh, Are those sailboat puzzles? Yeah, so if you put their avatars together, it forms a picture of a triangle that has letters uh, hidden in inside of it. 
Okay. Uh, and the letters spell out Prometheus by Fate. And so the players find prometheusbyfate.com, uh, which appears to be an empty website, but if you press F8 on your keyboard, you hear a series of five musical notes, which is kind of fun. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. Uh, and the notes are F-A-D-E-D, which spells faded. Uh, and if you type in the word and faded. If you squint, on... that says faded, <laughs> which is the guy's name. Uh, and if you type in the word faded uh, on the website, a video clip from the last dream therapy session plays, uh, which is the part where, which is a part where fate says that he is feeling spectacular uh, and it loops. And after every 11th loop, uh, it letters appear that eventually spell out fight or fade. Okay. Uh, which leads the players to fightorfade.com, which has a short code at the top that says, or a text message short code at the top that says it will alert subscribers to any fire alarms via text. And if you text the account, it says fight or fade registered, we'll alert you if there's a fire. Um, and at the bottom of the page, they find an offline Ustream account called Fight or Fade embedded okay. into the site and a list of controls, which are F forward, L left, R right. And so then on August 31st, on Tuesday, uh, D updates the Serial Hunters blog and says that uh her kind of theory about fate tampering with the Zizel's uh, dog collar is correct. And she found that uh, fate actually attached a new tag to the dog collar. Uh, and huh. it, and there's a picture of the tag uh, which has text on it that says our path is irreversible everything is determined the beginning the middle and the end by forces over which we have no control okay uh which is a modified version of an albert einstein quote uh the original quote is everything is determined the beginning as well as the end by forces over which we have no control um okay and so do 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 uh, the parts that are added are our path is irreversible and the middle into the beginning and the end. Hmm. Okay. And uh, people also found that this quote also appears on Fate's Sleep Superbly profile. Okay. I was about to say, oh, so it's like things are being faded. And then I realized, oh, right, that's the guy's shtick. So I'm not going <laughs> to say that out loud and give him the satisfaction. <laughs> that's his whole thing. <laughs> yeah. This guy, it's like this guy's some kind of uh, jokester. <laughs> no, we can't go back to the Joker. This guy seems kind of two-faced, yeah? We were finally free of the this Joker. This is a pretty weird jokey thing it's uh like a riddle or something <laughs> it's my impression of a uh of a, of a gotham cop stumbling onto a crime scene for the very first time uh-huh <laughs> Jeez, it's like a crocodile was here but uh it was some kind of killer 
Alyssa and I have been like stealing ourselves to start watching the Gotham TV show. (laughs) 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 Because I've heard from multiple people that it's just like insane. Sam and I started it a couple years ago and we got like four episodes in and we're like, "Eh, I'm not feeling this. I heard that like when you get a couple of seasons in, it's just like wild. I hear they lose all pretense of trying to make like a good show and are just like, fuck it. Where's the wall? Where's my balls? We're going together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know that the the penguin has a crush on the Riddler in it. Oh, hell yeah. Representation matters. <laughs> Gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> These Batman villains are gay and there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> oh boy. Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> this is a weird this is a weird one. <laughs> this is a weird one. No, go on. I wanted to see where you were going with that joke. Oh no, I just really this Batman. I was trying to think of like cynical of me, but I was trying to think of like some early two thousands like like riddle me this Batman, it did get better or something. But I couldn't I couldn't figure out a way to make it a riddle or like a question. Oh my god. Whoever runs the DC TV shows, please let me write a show where the Penguin and the Riddler are husbands. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so something really exciting happens in this arc. (laughs) Now that I've killed the momentum, what happens next? (laughs) It was really important to talk about the Penguin being gay. (laughs) Um, So... Um, everyone who put their phone number in on the Fighter Fade website uh, gets a text alert that says, Fire alert! Steer the fire truck now on fighterfade.com. Steer the fire truck? Steer the fire truck! Uh, Hell yeah. And so the Ustream goes live, and it is a remote control fire truck in a maze. Um... And the users have 18 minutes to steer it uh, as a group to the fire. So it's basically Twitch plays fire truck. Huh. And so they have to uh, they have to use the controls on the website, like left, right, forward, to steer the fire truck. Uh, and they fail twice. Um. And when it, whenever they fail, the game ends for a little bit, uh, and then it goes back online. Uh, and then there is a third attempt, and they actually put in the correct sequence uh, to get the fire truck to the fire, and they win. Hell yeah. Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Uh, and as a reward, they get new kill audio. From fate. <laughs> what a great reward. 
<laughs> um, and it is in fact uh, audio of him killing a firefighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shocker! Yeah, I mean, what a twist! Yeah, <laughs> did he run him over with the truck? No, he set them on fire. <laughs> uh oh. Okay. Duh. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god, my mortal enemy! Oh no! <laughs> that was the fire noise at the end. Yeah. Uh, at the end, he, he clicks a lighter and he says, Even superheroes burn. Fuck off. <laughs> I this hate this I, dude. I want yeah, this... to bring this guy in not because he's committing murders, because he's tacky. Yeah, this one isn't even like I'm. I don't know if I'm if I'm willing to give him any leeway here because this is a current murder. This isn't like he's trying to figure out his shtick. <laughs> <laughs> this is like he went from electric chair to like just fighting a firefighter and lighting them on fire. Yeah, it's it's very it's the Banksy of artistic statements through murder. This dude's the Banksy of serial killers. <laughs> All right. He's running out of ideas. Yeah, so let's go find what ne- what what fisherman does he drown? <laughs> so so D updates the serial hunters blog uh, after the live stream, uh, and says that she received a package that she thinks is from Infinity. Um. And shortly after, she posts her another briefing video uh, that says, Hey, I got this package. Uh, I think it's pretty clear who it's from. Uh, And inside the package is a cake. Oh, so we are crossing over with the Joker. I guess. What is up with ARG videos having cakes in them? (laughs) Or just ARGs in general having cakes in them? I'm I'm putting it on the list. Next time we run an ARG, we need to send out a cake. Yeah, for real. When we bring back Pepsi ARG, we need to like send every player a cake <laughs> to tell Ooh, them the boy. ARG is back. <laughs> Marn, we could do that. Or we could afford to submit an entry for a Webby. <laughs> I think I'd rather send all of our ARG players a cake. <laughs> um, and... And so, and so D is like, I'm going to examine this cake thoroughly. It's got weird letters on it. I need you to help me figure out where he's going and what he wants to show us. Cool. Uh, and she's like, he keeps hacking my website. This is personal now. <laughs> but we can't get intimidated. So whatever sick little twisted messages is, we'll figure it out and we'll track him down. <laughs> uh right. and there and there is like a close up of the cake, which is just a normal like sheet cake that has letters on it in icing. Oh, okay, just a cake? Yeah, w- here I'll send you the picture. It's no just clues? like well, I mean, it has letters on it, but it is just like a cake. All right, I'll allow it. Okay, cute. So, real talk, do you think that the people running the ARG went to their local Meyer and said, Hi, we'd like a cake, and we want you to write this on top? Or do you think that they bought a cake and then brought it home and were like, All right, time to start icing? I, 
see, yeah, I mean, my thing is that this cake looks like they got it professionally, fr- like, iced at, like, a grocery yeah, store. <laughs> except it says just a bunch of gibberish. So, like, they definitely had to put in an order at the Safeway or whatever that was like, please write this exact gibberish on this cake. Yeah, please please write H-L-I-L-Q-P-L-F-Z-D-B-H-U-M-H-U-V-J-C-F-J-G. Uh, we swear that's not a typo. Please write it exactly like that. Uh, things will break if you don't. Yeah. This isn't a digital puzzle. We can't just, like, fix a typo without our players knowing. (laughs) I mean, the way to fix a typo is you have to order a whole new cake. (laughs) (laughs) Shit, I got my... I got my... I I, I got my rot wrong. I have to order a third cake. God damn it. (laughs) We're never getting that webby. Oh my god. Um and and so the the players take a little while to solve this one actually. Uh on Wednesday D updates her blog and says there's nothing suspicious about the cake aside from the letters, but fate is obsessed with the number 8 wink wink and he's obviously some kind of computer specialist. Yeah, what rot 8 I, that's what my assumption is. Maybe it's uh, Octal, they... Marn. Mm. It's Octal. For the love mm. of God, it's Octal. <laughs> I don't know, Andrew. That seems too obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Octal? Uh, can't be. It's like they're pointing base us eight right again. at it. <laughs> like they, yeah, it's weird. like they're pointing us right at it. <laughs> it's probably a red herring. All these eights and octagons. Yeah, it's probably nothing. So um, what happens next? <laughs> so, so on Friday, by Friday morning, they still haven't solved it. Uh, but Friday morning is when our our good friend Michael Anderson at uh, Argnet comes into the story. Oh uh, yeah, because uh, Michael Anderson has gotten a package from Fate. Okay. Um, and inside this package, uh, addressed to Argnet, uh, and it has a postcard addressed to another uh, Argnet staffer, actually, uh, Selena Beach, uh, that says, Selena, I've been following you for quite a while, and it seems you're on to me as well. I have to say I'm quite flattered. I'm thinking you might be interested in picking my brain, assuming my heart whets your appetite. You and eight other bloggers I admire have received packages like the one you just opened. I'm going to grant an exclusive interview to the first of you to write a story about me and the present. I can assure you my friends are just dying to see it. Okay, um, so and- how... Before we get into this, how... Do you murder an ARG blogger? <laughs> what's what's your sneaky God. puzzle for an, a, a blogger that specializes in ARGs? You, uh, I don't know. I think you take a keyboard and you rearrange all the keys so that it looks like it would spell out gibberish. And then you beat them with it. Yep, that sounds about right. <laughs> all right. Um, now that we've advocated for serial killing... For, for serial killing our friend Michael Anderson. Uh, what happened next? How did how'd the story go? Hey, Mike, I hope you're listening. Kind of hope you're not. 
Uh, so in, in, in the package is a realistic chocolate heart and also a USB that has a video message from Fate. Ooh. Um, and it's just like kind of ambient video of like the grocery store and like the sidewalk. Uh, and it, it's, it's Fate talking about how he's just an ordinary guy. He's he's just like yeah. a, he's just a guy next door. He just kills people. Just um, a little dude. Just a little guy. He's just a little guy. It's his birthday. He's a little birthday, it's his birthday. boy. <laughs> little birthday boy. You want to beat a guy up on his birthday? He's a little birthday yeah, you wouldn't boy. Wouldn't arrest a serial killer on his birthday. He's just a little murder guy. He's just a little guy. Just a little guy. Just a little birthday boy. <laughs> uh, at the end he says I choose my friends very carefully eight people eight people who live to change the lives of many who died to change the lives of more I'm not done yet and if you play nice I'll let you watch okay Um, and there is some kind of weirdness uh, in the video there's like it looks like all kind of normal like grocery store footage and stuff but there's like a flash of like a bloody chair and some bloody ice um okay uh and there's a picture of d i think towards the end um and a the the players find that a phrase from the letter uh, that was sent out. Uh, I am always thinking of you. Uh, it turns out to be a website, which is I am always thinking of you dot com, uh, which also turns out to be the solution to the cake. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. So they're they're just like for the love of God, we need one of you to solve this. this yeah. <laughs> like. It's it's weird because the fact that the packages went out, like, the cake went out on Monday and the packages went out on Friday, it's like, okay, are you covering your ass or was this, like, a thing that you knew was going to happen in case they didn't get the cake? Right. That's, I, I do think that having built-in backups to an ARG is not a bad idea. There's a I lot agree. that can go wrong, and so having something like that ready to go is probably in your best interest. So this doesn't actually say what the solution to the... I mean, like, how they solved the cake, if they solved the cake, but I guess they figured out that it was the website? Question mark? Sure. Uh, and on the website, I am always thinking of you.com, uh, are two side-by-side videos of smoke rings uh and if you combine the numbers from the videos uh of smoke rings and put them on a polybius square uh cool you you get the phrase summon the victim (laughs) i when i say cool like that i realize i come (laughs) off sounding incredibly sarcastic but that is a good solution to a puzzle yeah that is very cool it's i have the same reaction to like a good puzzle solution as i do to a like a good pun where i'm just like fuck you okay like okay come on (laughs) um 
I'm just like, cool, great work, good job, you figured that out. But like, cool, great work, good job, you figured that out is really what I mean by that. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's neat. Yeah, very. Uh, so yeah, so they they put the they put the numbers on a plebeian square. Uh, they get uh summon the victim, uh, which leads them to a YouTube account called Summon the Victim, uh, that has one video on it uh that has text laid over a ouija board uh with flame effects on it hell Uh, yeah guy fieri's ouija board board. uh and the text says summon the victim you seek with a video and then ask him a question he may just respond diners drive-ins and demons Oh no, Andrew, that's really good. <laughs> There's a podcast I... title for podcast minds for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, not to diverge too much, but have you heard about the Guy Fieri ARG that's happening? I have. I haven't gotten the chance to like actually sit down and dig into it, but I have heard I've heard things. Hell yeah. Look forward to us talking about Guy Fieri's ARG on Tumblr in 2022. <laughs> God. Yeah, I, I I I looked at the doc like the first day that it was happening and there wasn't a lot there. I don't know if it's like still going or what is happening. Okay. Um, And so Fate also puts up another sleep therapy session. Uh, on his uh, Sleep Soundly blog or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, and f- he says to Iris that uh, he might not need to do his weekly therapy sessions anymore. And he's thinking of switching it up. Oh, how's he going to murder his therapist? I know. Uh, and he talks about that he would be disappointed to find himself back at square one but sometimes you have to take a step back in order to move forward so what he's gonna murder his other victim again (laughs) who knows uh he's also rolling dice during this video while he's talking to iris okay um and according to and there is some debate between the players if they should be logging the numbers on the dice according to what's facing the camera uh, or according to what would be on top, like facing fate. Uh, but according to what is facing the camera, the dice get rolled uh, 11551261251. Okay. Uh, and that is the last thing that they get until Sunday, uh, September 5th, 2010, uh, when Dee posts a blog urging people to submit their videos, asking questions to summon the victim. All right. And then on Monday, Dee, uh, posts her own video response to summon the victim, uh, asking them, who are you? What's your identity? When did you die? Where are you? Can you tell me anything that might be helpful? Huh. Uh, and some of the victim posts a bunch of video responses, uh, four responses, on Tuesday, September 7th, uh, who, where, how, and why. 
um, where false alarm, how burned alive in warehouse, why I can influence the fate of others, but not my own. Uh, and the who video says I am voodoo man. And so the players get sent to I am voodoo uh, which has a video of a voodoo doll dressed up as a fireman burning with the date 22409, which they assume is the date of death of the fireman. Okay. So we are going back to old murders. Yes. So this is okay. also an old 2009 murder. Yeah. Still not very creative. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know. I feel like... I feel like fate went through kind of like a, a an uncreative phase, <laughs> just like ran all, out of ideas. Yeah, we all have. Um, everyone goes through that phase where you're just like, you know, I'm just kind of going through the motions on this. I, I get that. I've been it's there like, before. <laughs> it's like writer's block, but for serial killers. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you're just like, I don't know. I fucking stabbed him. Okay, I just, <laughs> I, I had a long day and just. Figured I could just get that knocked out in an evening, you know? <laughs> Doesn't always have to be a big production. Yes. Look, even chefs order Taco Bell sometimes. You know, like, sometimes you just need food. Sometimes you just got to get a kill. It, it, You just do what you got to do. Yeah. You got you to gotta punch the clock, you kill somebody, and then you clock out. Yeah, look, yeah, exactly. We've all been there. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> um, and so after that, uh, D puts a new serial huntress uh video up, and says, "Hey, good work finding the burning voodoo doll website." Uh, I use the date in the video to find a case involving this missing firefighter in Pennsylvania. Uh, his name was Lance Anderson, and he disappeared in a warehouse uh, while responding to a fire alarm that turned out to be a false alarm, and his body was never found. A, Lance Anderson is a great name. B, uh, there was a fire. It was just himself. <laughs> Uh, and D also says that she has been looking into uh, Sleep Superbly, uh, the company where Fate has been posting his like sleep therapy videos, uh, and she has gotten in touch with the CEO, Colin Traybold, uh, but he is being very tight-lipped, and she is not legal law enforcement anymore, so she can't technically make him talk to her. Weird. A tech company's not working for the public best interests in order to, I know, right? uh, you know, help people. Weird. Fucked how that works. <laughs> Glad our real life isn't like that. Um, and she says that she has kind of given her information about fate using uh, sleep superbly to the FBI, but it'll probably take weeks for them to like actually look into it. Uh. She also on the blog shares a news article called Hero Firefighter Mysteriously Vanishes, uh, which is about Lance Anderson uh, mysteriously vanishing after responding to an alleged warehouse fire on the Delaware River waterfront. Okay. Uh, And it talks about how he actually went into the building with several colleagues, uh, but they all split up to try and locate the fire 
Uh, and when they regrouped outside, Lance was mysteriously missing. Ooh. And they searched the warehouse afterwards, and he was nowhere to be found. It's because he's been taken to a murder hut. Yeah. It also talks about how uh, he uh, was best known at the fire department for uh, saving three children during a school fire. It feels weird for a firefighter to be known for saving people from a fire. Yeah, I'm, I'm suspecting that... There is a setup happening here for the idea that he's going to be an arsonist. Sure, okay. Because that, that feels likely to me. That that sounds right. Because I, I can't really think of any other reason they would include it. So the players also find uh, Lance Anderson's uh, Facebook profile... Uh, and they know that it is the right profile uh, because the picture is the voodoo doll. Uh, and his status says, I'm looking to visit some new friends. Who can I come visit? Message me. Uh, and the players find that messages get responses and they send in their addresses. Hell yeah. Um, And they... Also get a mysterious guest in the IRC uh, that they have to discuss the ARG. Uh, the username is D-E-A-D-E-D-D-C-C-A. Oh, D-D-D-D-D-K-A. Yeah, you know, our good friend D-D-D-D-K-A. Yeah. And who joins the channel and then immediately leaves and people are like, Wait a second. That's one of the things that we were able to decode from the dice. Oh, okay, cool. And it uh it turned out that this person had added a whole new line to like the spreadsheet that they made to decode the dice. Um and it led them to uh 451454433one.com. Uh, which is the a, a specific order of the dice, the way that they hit the table in the dice rolling video. Uh, and on the website, uh, it has a like Japanese lucky cat, uh, and the words "luck isn't fair," uh, <laughs> okay. and there is a coin on the bottom, uh, which is the it's the traditional coin for the lucky cat uh but the top part of it has uh kanji on it that means treasure okay and then on wednesday september 8th uh they find through basically guesswork uh going off of the lucky cat site they find lucklesslottery.com uh, which is a lottery site that lets you play it, but you can never win. Uh, and the players figure out that uh, the only way to win is that you have to enter the Konami code uh, into it. <laughs> God. Uh, and then you get a little thing that says, congratulations, you cheated, you won. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have we get... we've definitely reached the point where the Konami code is no longer like 
relevant as the code you put into video games and it's now the code that people reference when they want a code to put into video games right like it's known for being a reference at this point it's no longer i don't know when's the last time you played a game you could put the konami code into for real (laughs) almost definitely it's just it's just a reference now yeah um and so they get a string of winning numbers uh that turn out to be an ip address uh which goes to a website titled throwdown uh with images of hands doing rock paper scissors um and it says to play you will need the following components and it has pictures of a webcam headphones and a microphone and a countdown clock counting down to 408 p.m eastern time on friday september 10th which is the coming friday of the week that we are talking about this is cool Uh, yeah thursday the players solve the dog tag thing from like a week ago okay uh they realize that our path is irreversible refers to the security footage that is reversed um and they realize that the beginning, the middle, and the end refers to the time code in the video, uh, which has the true beginning at 17 seconds, the middle at 24, and the end at 31. And so they go to 173134.com, or 24.com. Wait. No, 172431.com. It's written wrong on this website. <laughs> okay. Uh, which has extended footage from the Zeisels' security camera, uh, including footage of Fate walking out of the house into his car and Tyler Zeisel's car approaching the garage, uh, which has his dead wife in it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, and then on Friday, uh, September 10th, uh, the countdown on the Throwdown website changes to a link, uh, which is Throwdown at Vivu Interactive, uh, which is a actual rock, paper, scissors video conferencing tournament being held by real people from the World Rock, Paper, Scissors Society, which is a real thing. Wild. Yeah. Um, so they've so all of the players has been have been entered into this rock, paper, scissors tournament. Uh and in the end, after there is a winner, uh, hey Mark, they... yes, pull up time dot is okay. On a battle, you and rock paper scissors right now. Oh God, okay. All right, uh, we throw on thirty six. Okay, scissors, scissors. <laughs> okay, there's a significant delay. <laughs> I'm gonna lose so hard. Uh, throw on. Uh, 55. Rock. Rock. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, here's the deal. Throw on, uh, 10 and then every five afterwards if we tie. Okay. Rock. Scissors. Got you. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, here's it. What were you doing? I don't know. I just wanted to challenge you to rock, paper, scissors. I was wondering if I could do it via a podcast, and we can. So what happened to the players now that I've declared myself the supreme winner of rock, paper, scissors of the Argonauts? 
so uh, once there's a winner, they get a little video message from Fate that says, those are some killer hands you've got. By any chance, are oh, you yeah. a killer? Either way, congratulations. I'm not telling you that, Colton. <laughs> Find uh, a website that's com. I'm kind of shocked that they got that domain name. Yeah, that feels prime. Again, this is 2010? Uh-huh. Like, that had to have existed before then, right? (laughs) Like, it feels weird that they were able to get that URL. Then again, we did get Pepsi.Navy, so... (laughs) Hold up. Hey, Marn. Yeah? Uh, I now own areyouakiller.com. You're shitting me. Nope, it is $12 a year. Holy shit. (laughs) I did go to look and see if it still existed. I was like, oh, this site can't be reached. I just assumed someone was like sitting on the URL. Nope. I now own areyouakiller.com. Hell yeah. Boom. What are, you, what are you gonna do with it? Uh, I, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, so, my. areyoukiller.com. Surprisingly easy URL to get. Hell yeah. Anyway, so they find areyoukiller.com. What happens there? So they find it, uh, and it has a series of eight Rorschach tests on it uh, to which you have to give the correct answer uh, which is always the name of the image in the source code that's very funny and exactly how Rorschach tests work the best thing about Rorschach tests is how concrete they are now there's definitely a right answer every time (laughs) Sam loves them it's why they're her favorite psychology test to give yeah Rorschach tests are like basically a quiz right (laughs) Yeah, yes, no. Did you get it right? I'm going to get a, a good grade in Rorschach test, something which is both possible and necessary to achieve. <laughs> or whatever that tweet is. Yeah. You know what I'm referencing, right? <laughs> I know exactly what you're referencing. <laughs> Gonna get a good grade in Rorschach tests. Uh, and the answers are dead body, skull, gun, tooth, burning man, knife, bullets, heart. Uh, okay. And uh, if you get all of them right, you get a video that says, uh, it appears that you may have the qualities of a killer. Watch this video to cure yourself. Uh, which is just like a bunch of disturbing images cut together very quickly uh, and hidden in the okay. video. Uh, is a image that says surplus med supply, uh, which leads the huh. players to surplusmedsupply.com, uh, which is a site that purports to sell surplus medical supplies to those in need of them in the Miami area. Uh, and on the site is a fictional address and an email address, uh, and people email it and they do not get a response. Okay. And while the players are looking into all of this, uh, Dee posts a statement that she got from the CEO of Sleep Superbly, Colin Trabold, 
who says that the Sleep Superbly website has been experiencing some technical difficulties, uh, but aside from that, he refuses to give her any information. Okay. Uh, and this takes them back to the Sleep Superbly site, uh, where Fate has posted his eighth dream therapy session, uh, where he tells Iris that he is back in the office uh, today, and that he is considering posting a testimonial uh, on the Sleep Superbly site. Okay. Uh, but that he doesn't have a lot to say, um, and that he might be ready to proceed on his own outside of sleep therapy. Uh-oh. Is that a good uh, thing or a bad thing? I don't know. <laughs> and right after this, uh, he does post a testimonial on the Sleep Superbly Success Stories page uh, that says, I was quite the skeptic when it came to therapy, but I must say Sleep Superbly has completely changed my mind. I would definitely recommend this to my friends, especially those who've had experiences that keep them up at night. Uh, and hmm. the word therapy in this links to a video. Okay. Uh, of a therapy session with a child named Driscoll, uh, who is almost 10 years old. Um, and... Oh no, sorry. It's so it's it starts out with a child named Driscoll being interviewed and then it cuts to a therapy session with uh with D who is also a child in this video and it goes back and forth between these two therapy sessions with D and Driscoll as children. Um and it is both of them talking about how they were abducted as children. Hmm. Uh, by this man who they call the man with the spinning gun. Okay. It's Revolver Ocelot. <laughs> yeah. You're pretty good. <laughs> uh, and there's also a news article uh, shown at the end of this video uh, that is called Serial Killer Killed by Child. Uh, and it talks about how these two children, Driscoll Connor and Dee Pratt, uh, were abducted and held captive for three days by an unidentified man known only as the Roulette Killer. Okay. Uh, and they were now. There's a good to... guy. That's yeah. That's a guy that you invented, and he sticks to his thing. What's he do? He revolves guns. What's his name? The Revolver Killer. Perfect. I mean... <laughs> Nailed it. Got it in one. Technically, what he does is kill children, but okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying he's a good... I'm not saying he's a good guy. I'm saying that he's a good guy. Yeah, I understand. As far as guys go, pretty choice. As far as beings go, not great. Yeah, Um. so the, the article talks about how the roulette killer, uh, his whole thing was that he would abduct children and make them kill each other in, like, Russian roulette games. Um, but again, uh, not saying he's a great person, but, uh, but Driscoll Connor shot the roulette killer with a gun because he, his fatal flaw here was that he let his hostages have a gun. (laughs) (laughs) 
Step one, give the hostage the gun. Step two, uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I haven't explained step two yet. (laughs) Like, I guess, I guess the concept is that, like, they're children, so they can't, they they wouldn't figure out to shoot you with the gun? Sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's kind of incredible that it took several murders for this to happen. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he handed me a gun and I shot him. That's it? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. that's really it. Um, yeah, we we were in the basement. Um, he was kind of giving a whole speech, and I just kind of thought, like, I could probably just shoot him, and then I did, and it worked. <laughs> Can I watch uh, cartoons now? <laughs> and yeah, so it, so it talks about how how this kid Driscoll Connor uh shot the roulette killer, uh, and how uh, authorities aren't filing any charges or anything because it was obviously self defense. Uh, sure. There's another article called Boy Hailed as Hero as, After Brushed with Serial Killer, uh, talking about how Driscoll Connor saved Dee Pratt uh, from this killer, the roulette killer, uh, because the the roulette killer uh, made them like play this game where they spun a gun around and one of them had to like take the gun and kill the other, but Driscoll instead just like picked up the gun and shot the guy who was kidnapping him. Okay. Uh, it also says the children have not seen each other uh, since the incident, but Dee's family has expressed their gratitude to Driscoll for saving their daughter's life. Uh, and then Dee, shortly after, puts up her own video on the Serial Hunters website uh, that says, hey, I said that this might be like an aggressively personal thing that's happening, and uh, I guess that this is confirmed. Uh, that eight-year-old D was me, uh, and it that like experience was the whole reason that I like joined the FBI and then started this website and uh and wanted to like crowdsource finding serial killers. Uh, and she explains that she thinks that Driscoll Connor is fate, um, and was like also fucked up by this experience that happened to them but just like went and became a a villain instead huh just like you know that dude i shot in the face when i was eight what if i did that (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, and she's like i i i really don't think you needed to give your fbi agent a backstory to explain why they're not a fan of serial killers. Yeah, I 
I feel like it's kind of self-explanatory. Yeah, like, why don't you like people who make their shtick out of murdering people, just, like, for pleasure, and do it with a fucking theme, like a circus clown? It's like, well, I think he really nailed it in one. Yeah. And 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 so she's like, yeah, I, I never talked to Driscoll after, like, that horrible, traumatizing experience that we shared together. Uh, but I've been looking into it, and apparently he disappeared at the age of 17. Uh, and so I'm going to start trying to find out where he went and what happened to him and why he became a serial killer. Okay. <laughs> and so on the 11th, which is Saturday, um, the... Uh, one of the people who gave their address to the the firefighters uh, Facebook page gets a visit. Uh, someone dressed as an undertaker shows up at their house uh, to deliver an urn to them. Wild. I know. That's good shit. Oh, it's good shit. Uh, and the urn does have ashes in it. Uh, And also in the ashes is a jewelry box with a ring uh, that is inscribed, For My Love, Lance. Huh. Okay. Uh, And Surplus Med Supply, the, like, fake medical supply website they found, is hacked. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on the front of the page it says, I am always thinking of you dot com slash memories. Uh, which has a video on it of Fate following D on numerous occasions, uh, including one where they're in an elevator together and they actually like have a conversation about the weather. Okay. Mm. Uh, and D puts up a blog post uh, where she says that that footage was all taken while she was still with the FBI. Uh, and she also says that surplus med supply has been under suspicion for performing unlicensed plastic surgeries, and she suspects that fate has altered his appearance. Okay. Well, that's no good. And then on the 13th, uh, which is Monday, uh, surplus med supply is hacked again. They don't have very good site security, apparently. <laughs> Look, I used to work for uh, a company with a name about as generic as theirs. is about as much as I'm willing to give away. Um, and I will say that uh, if our website had been hacked to host some shit like that, we probably would not have noticed. Or more realistically, I probably would have noticed and been like, I'll let my boss handle that someday. I'll point it out later. <laughs> um, and I, I, I do have to point out that every time I say hacked... I don't know what you're envisioning, but what is literally happening is that there is, like, a large text box that appears over the website that has, like, 72-point font in it spelling out words. Hell yes. Oh, good. The worse web design you get in your ARG, the better. I'll I'll live and die on that fact. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this time it sends them to Ananta Tech Labs, uh, which is the website of an IT company based out of Miami uh, that works with Sleep Superbly. <clears throat> uh, 
okay. which is also founded by a guy named Eric Samrock, uh, which people guess is Fate's current identity. Uh, okay. And D later reports in a blog update that uh, the police went to Amanda Tech Labs and uh, to Eric Sonrock's house, and he was already gone. Hmm. And the next day, Bummer. on September 14th, uh, Tuesday, she puts up a briefing uh, that says, Yeah, I gave this info to the Miami Police Department. Uh, I went with them to the scene. The whole building was cleared out. Uh, but we did figure out that uh, Driscoll's new identity is this, like, Eric Somrock guy, like, running this IT company is probably how he's been able to fund all of these, like, extravagant murders and trips and such. Uh, but it is weird that he literally led us right to him, and that feels like a trap. <laughs> yeah, I've seen enough serial killer shit to know that, like, oh, no, if they want you to go, you do not go. Yeah. Um, D also says um, that uh, she is going to do a Q&A on her YouTube channel that Thursday in two days, uh, and people can upload their questions via video, and she will upload video responses to them. Okay. Uh, a couple hours after this video comes out, uh, the Fate Speaks Twitter account uh, becomes active again and tweets out, well, since I got a visit, I think I should return the favor. Was, jumping back a second, was losing YouTube video replies like the burning of the Library of Alexandria for ARGs? I feel like it really was. Like, I'm curious if there was like, is that the biggest thing that people were like, shit, now I have to revamp our whole strategy. <laughs> Because those come up a lot in stuff, and you can't yeah. do. There's not really a service where you can do that specific thing anymore. You could probably do like a curious cat, but like that really doesn't have the same depth or want to it. Maybe you could do TikToks. Upload a TikTok if you ask me a question, and I'll do at the video. Yeah, it's like it sucks because a lot of like web series that kind of hinged on video replies to do cool stuff like marble hornets are like mm -hmm. broken now gotcha and so like yeah. you can only really watch the videos in the sequence they're supposed to be watched if you like watch them in a playlist right and even then like i feel like with those kind of videos watching them in the quote-unquote correct watch order isn't necessarily the intended experience even because the whole point is that, like, oh, you might watch something out of order because you're finding it on YouTube and stumbling through stuff. Like, it's, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that disjointed nature to it is you lose something now that you can't just find a response to a response to a response by going yeah, down a rabbit hole and like, anymore. And, like, that's why Lonely Girl is so kind of broken now because, like, literally the way they discovered new characters was by these people doing video responses and then people being like oh these people are like canon to the story right and it wasn't just the characters doing video responses i'm sure there were other youtube people like uh, followers and viewers doing video responses too yeah in a way that made it so that like when Gemma pops up it's like oh this is a real person now uh, mm -hmm. or, you know, real person in big quotation they're, they're a real fake person but like um you know it's a it's a 
it's a feature that I can understand why YouTube would do away with, but like losing it probably is probably one of the worst things to happen to the ARG community. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it sucks. It always sucks when like a a website gets rid of a feature like that and it just kind of like wipes out a cool like functionality that people were using it for, I guess. Mhm. Yeah. I thought I had another example, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. <laughs> There's an old quote about how, like, um, the imperfections of a medium become the first thing that people trying to emulate that medium reconstruct. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're trying, if you grew up on found footage VHS horde, like found footage vhs horror tapes then like when you want to make horror movies yourself the first thing you do is figure out how to add in scan lines for a vhs tape into your digital project you know um you see a lot of people nowadays that are making retro games and they want to go back to the playstation one aesthetic uh Mm -hmm. because that's like attainable but also there is a lo-fi quality to it that people want to emulate there's there's value in that um and it's a shame whenever something like this goes away because there's no way to really replicate it uh, even if you wanted to try doing something you kind of lose that core functionality if you wanted to try and and redo it that's the kind of thing that if you wanted to put together a, a video series like this i feel like you'd want to try and emulate and it's very hard to get that same disjointed feeling when you can go to YouTube now and sort by upload date and it'll show you everything in order as it should appear and blah, 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 you know? Yeah. Yeah. I miss video replies. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's just what this boils down to. YouTube, bring back video replies. (laughs) I miss the old internet. (laughs) Yeah, I miss the 2010 internet. Yeah, don't we all? (laughs) <laughs> bring back um, save one piece god so so fate tweets uh well since i got a visit i think i should return the favor um and then a new video shows up on the serial hunters blog uh which is fate uh in d's office talking to her camera uh-oh uh-oh indeed yes no good uh, this video is funny because he's literally wearing a mask of D and, like, standing at her desk. God. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he says that he was hoping to bump into her, but uh, that's his fault for coming in unannounced, and it's just an unfortunate misconnection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people take unfortunate misconnection... Uh, And they are like, oh, maybe this is a Craigslist puzzle, which is a wild leap to make from, like, one thing that Fate (laughs) said in a video. But honestly, in their defense, like, that has happened a lot in in these videos of Fate where he'll just, like, say something innocuous and they have to, like, make a wild logical leap to, like, figure out what the puzzle is. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff where we say, and then from that we found a puzzle or we found a website at amiakiller.com, which like yeah. I'm sure took them a long time to figure out. 
Yeah, so they they check uh, the mix the misconnection ads on Craigslist in every city where fate is known to have killed someone, uh, and they get ads that are all titled "Unfortunate Misconnection." Uh, they find eight of them uh, because, okay. of course, fate is obsessed with the number eight. Right, uh, and yes, he does. Each, and each ad only has a couple words uh, in it, but if you put them all together. Uh, it makes a single coherent ad that says, It's been years since I've seen you in person. It's been even longer since you've seen me. I went by your place today hoping that you might be there, but apparently I just missed you. Such a shame. I was hoping to have the opportunity to catch up. If it's fated for you to find this, then I hope you take the time to respond. I'm sure I'd recognize you in a crowd of thousands. Hopefully I can hear your voice again. I have so much to share. Huh. Okay. Uh, and so the next day on uh, September 15th, uh, Wednesday, Dee uh, updates her blog to say, hey, I'm alive. I'm fine, uh, despite my office being broken into. And I also emailed Fate uh, to reply to that Craigslist ad. And she posts a screen cap of her email and also uh, Fate's response uh, her email says, all right, Fate, I'm flattered as hell by your attention. Really, you didn't have to go to so much trouble to ask me out since you clearly know where to find me. So what is it this time? Uh, and Fate replies from his email address, which is fatethegreat at yahoo.com. Um, is it F8, the GR8? Oh, you know it is, Andrew. Of course it is. Oh, I hate this dude so much. <laughs> Uh, and he responds and he says, Huntress, it really is about time you and I had a one-on-one. I'd give you all the info, but I know how you just love the thrill of the hunt. I promise, though, when we speak, it'll be my treat. Uh, and attaches a uh, image of a set of cupcakes that all have letters written on them. Huh. Uh, J-V-U-G-B-D. Um, and they figure out that it is the same substitution cipher that was on the cake that D received. Um, okay. And using that substitution cipher, uh, they decode to go hunt, which is how D signs off all of her like briefing videos. Uh, and they figure out that go hunt is the password to Fate's email ad- address. So the players hack into Fate's Yahoo address. <laughs> Get him. Which uh, has a password that's not very secure. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so in the drafts folder of Fate's Yahoo uh, address, they find a bunch of text art. Like, you know how... You know how, like, in old game facts, they would have, like, nonsense characters that, like, made up a picture as, like, the header? Yeah, ASCII art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they find a bunch of that. Um, and they find actually eight of them, I think? Yeah, they find eight of them, obviously, because Fate is obsessed with the number eight. Yeah, because it's, it's Fate, yeah. Is uh, it, is it uh, this one's a fireman, this one's a doctor, this one's a, 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 a soldier. Yeah. That's the word for it. Uh, and so seven of them match up to crime scenes that they found, and the eighth is a infinity symbol. Ah, damn, I was hoping we'd get, like, a future crime. 
Um, and also Dee says that she is still going to move ahead with the YouTube Q&A the next day. Okay. Uh, which she does. Uh, that Thursday she, uh, puts up a, uh, an introduction and five, and then she proceeds to answer five different questions. Uh, the first question is, what is the nature of your relationship with the Infinity Killer? Uh, and she talks about uh, she never saw Driscoll again after the incident. Uh, in his um, little like psychiatric interview, he talks about that he's gonna go see a movie with like the girl that he was kidnapped with, and he's like, "Yeah, I have no idea what he's talking about because I literally never saw him again after that." Even though he was like the only person in the world who could have like understood what i was going through sure uh the next question is why is the infinity killer obsessed with sleep and dreams what links the infinity killer's victims together good question uh and d talks about how maybe sleep is a metaphor for death uh or because of their childhood experience he might have like developed a sleep disorder um but the most likely explanation is that he uh, has simply been using the, the like dream therapy site to communicate with the players cryptically. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He's just a weird bastard. Yeah, he's just weird. <laughs> just a weird dude. He murders people. What did you expect? Uh, and she talks about... How she has figured out that all of his victims have the power to control the fates of others. Which is stupid. I guess. Like. You know know. who else has the power to control the fate of others? Literally everyone. (laughs) Yeah, literally anyone. Hey, Marn, what what were you planning on doing tonight? Nothing. I controlled your fate and made you record a (laughs) podcast with me. (laughs) Now yeah. fate's going to come and strangle me with a microphone cable. God. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. It's like an identity thief, a fireman, a doctor, a soldier. An identity thief does not control my fate. He controls my credit card. <laughs> oh, the third question is, uh, what flavor was the cake that fate sent you? And was it any good? <laughs> Important question imported uh d says it was a chocolate cake and it did look pretty tasty but when a serial killer sent you a cake it's probably not the best idea to eat it very good answer uh the fourth question uh is what does your key necklace uh that she wears in all of her videos mean uh why aren't you at the fbi anymore what do you know about driscoll what was the aftermath after the roulette killer uh, Dee says that the key necklace was a gift from her mother after the uh, roulette killer kidnapping. Um, and her mother said it would always help her to choose her own path. And she has worn it ever since. Uh, she Oh, fate hates that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she explains that she's not in the FBI anymore because she thinks that there's more than one way to catch serial killers. Um, and so she wanted to prove that like crowdsourced crime solving was uh, like a possible way to actually solve crime. Um, she 
talks about how the the videos that were taken of her by fate uh, were taken during two different times during her FBI career. Uh, one was in D.C. and the other one was in New York. Um, and she says that nobody really knew a lot about the roulette killer, even the police. Uh, all they really know is that he was obsessed by the idea of chance. Sure. It It's weird to me that people hear serial killer and they think, ah, yeah, Batman villain. Yeah. Uh, and, I, guess, and the, I don't know. <laughs> and the fifth question is, why do you like sitting in the dark? Because in all of her videos, she's just like sitting at a desk in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's basically just like, thank you for your critique, but I will not stop sitting in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I do it by accident. I finish up my work day and then I'm just working yeah. on my computer. And then I'm like, why the fuck is it dark? And I'm only lit by a laptop. Honestly, if I was a cool private investigator, I would also like to sit in the dark. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's just a cool vibe, I think. They should make a, uh, a, 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 they should make a police procedural about a uh, person that hunts and tracks down serial killers. But she's very like into pastels and like cutesy like isn't just like a jaded bitter cop she's just like yeah i uh i like cute things and i catch serial killers uh those are the two (laughs) things about me that's pretty good so after after uh after d answers these five questions uh fate uh sends out two tweets on the fate speaks account uh it says and now to deal with my friend's most irritating though entertaining diversion Oh, come on, YouTube. As if I weren't annoyed enough already, now you delay my little intervention? I think not. Um, And a bit.ly that links to Fate's own question for D's Q&A. Which is, hey, D, I have a question. Can you feel that the end is nearing? Uh, Which leads the players to theendisnearing.com, which is blank apart from the text, the end is nearing. Okay. Hey, D. Quick question for you. Could you stop? <laughs> Could you just back the fuck off just for like five minutes? Yeah. Um. And so she and so D answers Fate's question and is like, "Hey, I thought that you were gonna send me some bullshit." <laughs> um. Your question sounds familiar. I don't really know what that is, but uh. I'm I'm starting to realize some things about you, and I've like been going over the files from the roulette case, and I found this this little weird thing, which is that the gun that you were supposed to kill me with had an infinity symbol carved on it. Huh. Weird. How about that? Yeah. And she's like, "Hey, you're just an unoriginal copycat of the roulette killer, fucko," and. All, all you know how to do is like hack websites and you're probably exactly what he wanted you to be so suck on that <laughs> <laughs> okay and then she goes back to like answering trying to answer normal questions uh she she puts up a video where she's like trying to answer a user question uh but her phone rings in the middle and it's a phone call from fate who is like, what wow. What did you say to me, you little yeah, bitch? Basically, yeah, basically like 
who the fuck did you say to me? Fate's like, stop trying to pretend that you know me. And he's like, alright, whatever. And Fate's like, for you to compare me to roulette is just so pedestrian. Sure, we both kill people. Who cares about our motives or MO or the philosophical nuance of chance versus fate? <laughs> <laughs> She just calls him up and hits him with a fucking. He calls her up and hits her with the 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 Navy SEALs copy pasta. Just. Oh my god. And and he's like, "Well, D, it's my fate that made me, and my fate manifested itself for the first time as a gun that happened to have a symbol on it, a symbol that I gave meaning." D, I'll have you know that in this game, I am made of rubber, but you are made of glue. And whatever you could say will bounce off of me, and it will stick to you, D. Uh, D also adds uh, a, a formal dossier on the firefighter uh, to her uh, her website. Uh, which basically just says that he was burned to death and has a picture of the ashes that the the one player got in the mail. Um, later that evening, the endisnearing.com uh, gets replaced by a video from a Ustream channel uh, that displays a man in a hoodie uh, approaching a door and positioning seven garden gnomes in front of it. Okay. Uh... And there are, there's like, it's a pretty long stream. There's like footage of people who appear to be real people finding the gnomes. Uh, And there's a couple of events that seem to be actually related to fate. Okay. Uh, uh, One is someone pointing at the gnomes with a laser pointer in a very specific sequence. Uh, the other one is someone posing in front of the gnomes that okay. may or may not be fate, not facing the camera. Of um, course. And people are like, what is, what the fuck does this mean? <laughs> um, and the, the stream goes until like four o'clock in the morning. So for like eight hours, um, and uh, the gnomes start to like fall and roll away on the stream. So hmm. by 4 a.m., uh, only four of the original seven gnomes are still there. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, D has posted a pretty long blog update uh, saying uh, that she made up the emails that she had posted in her blog from the day before. Uh, so the email addresses were fake, the cupcakes were fake, the assy art was all hers. Um, so basically what happened was that she had actually gotten an email from Fate, like a real email, but she deliberately held it back to provoke him, uh, hoping that he would take the bait and use the Q&A to drop in the clue that she had blocked. Huh. Uh, and 
because he called her on the phone and she provoked him, she was able to trace his call back to the hotel that he was staying at. Okay. Um, but he was gone when she showed up, apparently. Obviously. Uh, but he left behind a number of belongings, including a note with a list of 18 SerialHunters.com users. Hmm. Uh, some of which were circled, and one of which was crossed out. Does this mean anything? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Probably not. It's only serial killer shit. They don't do anything intentionally. Eh, it's only serial killer shit. <laughs> Fate definitely doesn't do anything intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> Not our good friend Fate. Huh uh. Huh uh. Um so Friday, September seventeenth, uh the end is nearing broadcast is still running. It's run uh for twenty two ish hours and it starts to show a bunch of like weird bizarre numerical clues uh so they get seven gnomes eight uh which is an infinity sign six beers two dancing eyeballs a rainbow covered in the number sevens uh the numbers seven number sevens a rainbow covered in the number seven uh okay a foam finger with a number one on it seven balloons a three-legged dog a five-pointed star and what they figure out is a zero-degree block of ice. Um, and okay. while these clues are turning up, uh, the players put them together and realize that they are a phone number. Hmm. Okay. Uh, and they realize that it reaches a man who uh, is on the live stream with a The End is Near poster uh, who tells the caller, everything is written in the stars. And so they find everything is written in the stars.com. Okay. Uh, which is a website that asks for your date of birth and it gives you a star map with a couple of hidden stars that sparkle and can be connected to form letters. Hmm. Uh, and each zodiac star for each birth date you put in uh, yields different letters. Uh, and when you combine them all, they form the words, We were meant to meet again, which leads to. We were meant to meet again.com, which has the avatars of all of Fate's Twitter followers and a message below them that says, We were meant to meet again. Please send the completed image to we were meant to meet again at gmail.com. Uh, and people are like, Huh, what does that mean? And Fate tweets around the same time, uh, Hmm, maybe I should take a cue from D's ASCII puzzle. Uh, and then he tweets at Argnet. And says, hey, I'm going to give you the interview, I promised. Tweet me eight questions by 8 a.m. on Monday. Okay. Better pick eight good ones. <laughs> so this is Friday, so they have all weekend to figure out questions. But Saturday, uh, Dee's ASCII puzzle uh, that she mentions was actually a puzzle that they didn't solve. They they basically just found the ASCII images and they were like, cool art. <laughs> <laughs> um, Neat. <laughs> Neat. Back to my hunch. 
Uh, but the players go back to it uh, because fate ha- kind of nudged them to. Uh, and they find that every image has letters that are bold in it. Uh, when you combine the bold letters, uh, they form the phrase fate no more, which turns out to be the code for a Dropbox uh, drop.io slash fate no more. Uh, that sounds where- miserable to figure out. Yeah. Uh, where D has uploaded a video that is basically like a parody of Faith's videos. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, and people are like, okay, so now we know the solution to this puzzle. We can figure out that like Fate is referring to using this solution to solve something else. <clears throat> okay. Um. And they are like, well, we did find, we did use the stars at everything is written in the stars.com to make the phrase and find the different website. Um, but also, Fate sends, uh, that evening, Fate sends out a DM to each of his Twitter followers with a sentence fragment. Hmm. And each fragment has weird capitalization. Uh, and each one leads to a drop.io URL, which leads to a Dropbox. Uh, and each Dropbox uh, link has a small piece of a photograph, uh, which they have to put together to make a full po- photograph, which turns out to be a composite of Fate's face and Dee's face, uh, okay. which they then email to we were meant to be together at gmail.com as per their instructions. Cute. I'm sure this is going to end well for everyone involved. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, uh, D does a blog update to tell everyone that she is still alive, uh, that she has been tracking fate, but he has cleared out all of his bank accounts uh, and his phone was used to call some hardware stores and gun stores but he didn't make any transactions at these places okay good cool Uh, love that for us (laughs) yeah a couple of people who emailed the completed photo get an email back from fate that says thank you what a beautiful picture a union of two connected souls though a picture is worth a thousand words there's 258 that carefully ordered form a message that i'm looking for Okay. Uh, and people are like, oh, we have to put all of the text that Fate sent us together and send it with the image. Um, ah. And even with all of the fragments combined, it doesn't have 258 words. And so they were like, we don't have all of the text. Um, and someone asked Fate, for help i guess and he said the 56 pieces that form the image yield all the words and they were like oh fuck we only had 55 pieces (laughs) (laughs) okay uh and on monday uh we were meant to meet again uh the website gets updated and uh the twitter avatars are replaced with a video of the little pieces of the image turning into the completed photo uh the players find the 56 fragment from the website uh but despite uh 
a bunch of attempts. Nobody is able to get it right. Um, they're not able to get the sentences in order, I think, is what happened. Um, because they the fragments were sent to them like completely jumbled and nonsensical. Um, but fate was... Fate confirmed the accuracy of a couple sentences, so they have that locked down, but they have to, like, make a whole paragraph, basically, with these words that he sent them. Um, and Fate tweets, uh, My friends' interpretations are so interesting, they make my words sound new. It would be so easy to take one of their versions as my own, but I refuse to give up on their ability to find the right answer. <laughs> um... And then Tuesday, the uh, September 21st, uh, while all of the puzzle people are sleeping or not looking at their spreadsheet where they're organizing everything, uh, Fate adds a tab to their spreadsheet that has an infinity symbol and says, you will not find it like this. Guess again. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> I love doing stuff like that in ARGs, yeah. but the problem is that I have the same sleep schedule as my players, which is bad for all of us. We all need to get more sleep, but it also makes it hard for me to <laughs> slip in little things to a Discord or whatever. Yeah. Um, and on their 17th try, uh, Fate basically says, like, hey... All of the sentences that you have made are correct, but they're not in the right order. And also you're missing two words. Because <laughs> basically what they're doing is they're sending different configurations of this paragraph to him by email. And he's sending it back like, hey, these sentences are right, but everything else is wrong. Okay. And so it takes them 22 tries to do Jesus. it. Uh, and finally, Fate says, wow, what a poignant argument. The perfect caption for your image. Thank you for sharing. Is there an address where you can be reached? Okay. Uh, and, the, and what the paragraph ends up being is just like Fate nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Fate, <laughs> honestly, you can just say, yeah, fate nonsense. I know exactly what you mean. I yep. can fill in 200 and whatever words worth of text on my own. I know exactly what he's saying. <laughs> uh, and after, and and fate, um, at, so fate asked for an address, uh, and the, the people who uh, send it in the emails, uh, the first eight people who send it, uh, send in their addresses, and fate uh, says knock knock you'll be the first to get a treat and then fate tweets those of you getting treats be excited and everybody else don't worry the best is yet to come okay uh d posts another briefing uh with the caption hi everybody i've gotten a mailing from our killer and i'm going to confront him face to face after i post this video i'm going to go dark until that confrontation happens none of this was an easy decision i'd prefer to be completely transparent with you guys in the spirit of crowdsourced crime solving but it's what needs to be done okay um and in the video itself uh is like hey i got this message in the mail that is basically 
an invitation for me to meet Fate alone, and I know that it's a trap, but I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Well, there you go. There you go. Uh, Wednesday, the next day, I believe, uh, September 22nd, uh, the hunters, the eight hunters who were supposed to get treats from Fate, uh, each get a gnome on their doorstep. Ooh. Uh, and each gnome has a unique word on its back. Okay. Uh, and we were meant to meet again. Updates with uh, images of the backsides of eight gnomes that have blank spaces on them uh, that are meant to be filled in one by one with the words. Uh, and as people get their gnomes and they figure out the order of the words, uh, the spaces begin to be filled in. Uh, until the complete message reads, if you go hunt, please watch your back. Uh, And when Hmm. the full image is complete, uh, they get a countdown timer that is set to expire at 4.08 p.m. on that Thursday, uh, September 23rd. Okay. Uh, And at that time, uh, the official showtime twitter account tweets a trailer for the finale of the arg what is this tweet still up uh the trailer sure is hell yes i need to see this i'm just like the guy next door welcome to serial hunters are you ready for your fifth therapy session been fate for us to meet. I know you guys have had a lot of questions finding serial killers. Struggle all you want. The only thing that's going to move is my finger and this bullet. Crowdsourced crime. I am not afraid of you. You were the logical next step. You feel that the end is near. Go hunt. Wild. DexterArgFinale.com yeah, and it and it links to a site that's DexterArgFinale.com. It's very funny that it's it's very funny that it's literally just called DexterArgFinale.com. It's really funny. Hey, you got twelve bucks a year? It's available. Oh my god! <laughs> no, f- no way. Wait, are all of the websites that were used? I'm pretty sure that all of these are going to be available. Oh man, we could just take all of these URLs and we could just take all these URLs and do something with them <laughs> and rebuild the Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> but like bad, like no budget. <laughs> we could sweet an ARG. Players will insta- players will find the audio that I made up for each of the murders instead of the real audio for the murders. I mean, all of the videos still exist. We just have to make like the streams and the audio. <laughs> Hell yeah! We make our own twenty-two hour stream. Yeah, we'll do our own. We'll do a, the first ever cover of an ARG. Oh my god! Oh god! Oh man, I'm not gonna get this. Uh, 
are you a killer.com is very funny and now redirects to the orange groves.com slash argonauts uh oh man that is super funny though <laughs> it's really good now i'm tempted to go through and look at like all of these urls and see which ones are uh-huh. open. <laughs> yeah if any oh, of you all boy. want to uh want to buy us that uh want to buy us that url uh we can own it for a year and i gotta say the cost of that um <laughs> of owning dexter <laughs> if you buy that for one year you would have 128th of a nomination for a webby oh my god <laughs> oh boy um <laughs> So, so that Thursday, um, the uh, the countdown clock on We Were Meant to Meet Again hits zero, and uh, nothing happens. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Bye, everyone. See you next season. Uh, and then Fate tweets, uh, sometimes you just have to wait for Fate. Dee says she's running an hour behind. Well, that's no way to tweet an old fr- treat an old friend, but I'm a patient man. Maybe she doesn't want to show up until she can update her Facebook status. And then the countdown timer restarts itself to go off at another hour. God. I mean, it, if it works, it works. Yep. And Fate, like, tweets back and forth with people um, while they're waiting. And when the countdown goes off... um. Fate says, thanks everyone for entertaining me while I waited. I have to sign off now and focus. Time is of the essence. Stay fresh, my friends. Uh, And then when the countdown clock hits zero, it forwards to a redesigned SerialHunters.com, which plays videos of both Fate and Dee and gives the players the options to vote via Twitter whether to hashtag kill D or hashtag kill infinity. Ooh. Is there any reason to side with infinity in this ARG other than just to be a dick? That's a good question. I love these fake video game ass choices where it's like, ah, do you want to do an evil thing for the first time in this ARG? Yeah. How do people fall, Marn? What do we do? What happens? So, um, oh, I gotta scroll down this really, this really long transcript. So basically there's, there's also like a, a video of Fate and Dee talking to each other on the, on the site, uh, while people are voting. Um, and Fate is like, haha, there's an automatic rifle pointing directly at your head, which is set to trigger if you move outside the line of fire. Um, and you've fallen into my trap. But there's also a rifle pointed at my head. <laughs> <laughs> and when a and when the timer on my website runs out, one of us is gonna get shot, but your hunters have to decide which one of us should die. What a weird choice. Yeah. And And D is like this is fucking stupid. What if, like, nobody votes for anything? And Fate is like, well, both rifles go off and then we both die. <laughs> and then as a player, I'm like, shit, I'm not voting. 
Um, this is a this is a terrible ending to this ARG. Um, only made I mean... worse because the best way to end this ARG would would at the very end just have the Infinity Killer be killed off screen by Dexter. That would be really good. Oh, but Andrew, I haven't told you the best part yet. Oh my God, no. D is like. Well, I have a gun and I'm pointing at you pointing it at you under the table. <laughs> <laughs> and Fate is like, Well, you could shoot me, but I've done so much work putting this jigsaw puzzle trap together and hey, come uh, on, I'm just a little guy. <laughs> I'm just a little guy, it's my birthday. You wouldn't I'm shoot me, it's my boy. birthday. I'm just a little guy. <laughs> Do you would shoot me? shoot a little birthday boy i have a little birthday boy puzzle <laughs> um and fate's like well for starters i put so much work into this but also if my head falls out of the light of fire both rifles would go off so you can't shoot me actually <laughs> and fate all is right like, <laughs> fate is like i've accounted for every scenario <laughs> oh boy this guy Oh, they're also, so, it's also really important to note that they're both sitting at a restaurant and, like, the waiter comes up to them and, like, brings them drinks. That, wh- where where the fuck is the rifle? I don't know. It's just off screen somewhere. Don't all my ask. best friends are hanging out just off screen and they've all got <laughs> rifles pointed at our heads. Don't ask questions, Andrew. There are rifles here. Okay. <laughs> but also they're at a restaurant. Right. <laughs> What's the special? You want hot pie or hot lead? <laughs> Fuck. It's like if Jigsaw put someone in like one of those bear traps, but also they were at the cheesecake factory. <laughs> Your biggest problem in life is that you never made a decision. So I brought you to the Cheesecake Factory. Look upon the menu and make a good choice for dinner. Otherwise, this trap mouth is going to end up eating you. You have 15 minutes to tell the waitress what your decision is. Choose wisely. I'm a better writer than 90% of people working on serial killer media today. Uh, I know I've said this two weeks in a row, but everyone has to go look at Jigsaw quotes on Twitter. If you enjoy this bit, you have to go look at Jigsaw quotes on Twitter. Oh, boy. So what happens, Marn? <laughs> so, <laughs> holy shit. Okay. So they're at this restaurant. There are rifles just off camera pointing at Just them. off camera with all our best friends. <laughs> Nathan do... Fielder standing just off camera. Uh, this was tweeted at the same time that he was like hanging out with my best friends. They're just off camera. It was yeah. this this specific scenario. What's they also do... off camera is the two guns that he has pointed <laughs> at both of their heads. <laughs> 
do the fucking like back and forth banter where D is like, not everyone is like you, fate. You're like a deranged serial killer, and fate's like, well, I don't know. Everyone's secretly fascinated with serial killers. Maybe did, they want to be the villains. <laughs> did they have to go through that for an hour? Yeah. They well, just... I don't. Maybe not an hour. It's a pretty long series of videos, though. I think it's at least like half an hour. God, there's no way that's an interesting watch for that long. Nope. <laughs> I've I've listened to it for twelve seconds, and I'm already like, I'm done. And uh, and he's like. Listen, I'm sorry that you were given a raw deal as a child, but this idea that everything revolves around fate isn't grounded in reality. Alright. And fate's like, I mean, okay, I mean, you might say that, but this is my reality, and like, it's fine that you don't understand it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then at the end- For you and all, but, uh. not so different after all and d is like yeah i guess we aren't (laughs) i wish that no one voted and that they both died (laughs) i also wish because d is like when i like when i started fighting serial killers i wanted to be just like you and you killed that guy when we were like eight and Fate is like, wow, I never realized I impacted you so much. Uh, and D is like, yeah, I don't want to work inside the justice system anymore. I want to work outside the system and like believe that all people are inherently good. And Fate is like, wow, maybe we're not so different after all. In the end, we both think that the outcome will be the right one, whether it's serving justice or fate. Looks directly into the camera. And D is like, yeah, I guess we aren't so different after all. <sighs> kill me now <laughs> so who gets shot uh, I'm still scrolling through this transcript uh, a few hours later D updates her blog confirming that she is alive and fate is dead <laughs> it's not e- they, they don't even do something on camera they're just like no, they, VTV I lived nope they don't even do it on camera at the end of the video fate is like well it's been a wild ride goodbye everybody and he is like goodbye everybody and then the video ends <laughs> okay uh and so then on uh on friday the 24th uh d posts a blog that is like hey i'm gonna work on uh getting my website back to normal um I, uh, once I do that, I will post a new briefing. And then Fate tweets from his Twitter account and says, At Argnet, I've answered all your questions. You should find them at just the right time. Uh, and then okay. D posts her final briefing that's like, Hey, thank you, everybody, for saving my life. Uh, that was a wild day that we had yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Um, but also, I think that this this uh, this business that I've created is flawed, uh, and so I'm gonna change the way that I do things. Uh, I'm gonna step back and join the ranks as one of you. I don't want to be like a figurehead for this 
like crime solving movement anymore. I just want to be like a part of the of the group. So you'll you're never okay. going to hear from me again. Um mm-hmm. and also sleep superbly updates. Uh and it has uh an update on Fate's profile, but the video is actually of D and it is dated uh July 23rd this July 23rd, uh, the same date as Fate's first session. Uh, And it is Dee talking about how she uh, has been trouble sleeping uh, and talking about how she doesn't dream uh, when she goes to sleep. Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah. And Fate's mysterious tweet... Uh, leads to we were meant to meet again.com slash just the right time uh, which has a final video from fate saying basically hey if you're watching this I'm probably dead <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it, it's uh, it's him answering the questions uh, from argnet which are basically just like questions about his personal life interspersed with like actual questions about the arg because uh, people were like hey what other bloggers did you like reach out to uh someone was like what's your perfect date and he's like well i'm about to go on a great date with uh, that's like 15 years in the making and like imagine <laughs> saying that and then you immediately die <laughs> right yeah you get to go to a diner and then get shot in the face by your own trap that you set up <laughs> Uh, someone asks who his eighth victim is going to be, and he says, you tell me. <laughs> Myself. What? Hold on. Hold on. What? <laughs> uh, someone asks about the list uh, that D found in his hotel room of the forum users uh, and what it meant. Uh, and Fate says that he wrote it as he was planning a message to D, and basically he... Uh, was looking for a list of key hunters to threaten if D had refused to meet him. <laughs> um, and he uh, he he wrote a smiley face next to one of them because one of them had <laughs> had been uh, mean to D in the past. <laughs> <laughs> oh goody. <laughs> Um, do, 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 do. Uh, someone asked what his process was for deciding his next victim, uh, and he was like, "Well, I mean, I just I just keep up with the news, and whenever I see someone in the news that I want to kill, I just uh I just look into them and then I kill them." <laughs> I mean, that's a way to go. Uh, and and someone asked uh why he only started twenty years after the roulette killer. And he's like, well, I was eight <laughs> when the roulette killer thing <laughs> happened, so I had to become an adult. <laughs> and that's the end of the ARG. That's Fate. the end of the ARG. Fate fucking dies. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fate and D get their completely unearned moment of maybe we're the same. And then fate dies. <laughs> yeah. We're not so different after all. What a dumb ending. It's pretty dumb. 
God, I'm glad that this is the only thing about Dexter that had a really bad ending. <laughs> Do we want to get into talking about, I guess, rating the ARG? Yeah, I guess we should do that. So let's flip the script and start with what I think are the highs. Uh, What do you think about the puzzles of this game? I I actually like them. Yeah. I think the puzzles of this are great. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool stuff. Um, Despite, I know that we we make a big deal out of the fact that the dead drop went poorly because it just warms my little little heart. Um, But... Things seemed like they went really well, and there were a lot of good creative puzzles that went out. Um, and I think that they did a really good job of not grounding things into a world, but like tying um, characters into puzzles and like the the day to day of what people were doing into puzzles. If that makes sense. Yeah, and I feel like none of these were ever, like, too hard for the players to get stuck on. Like, even if they got stuck on something, they were always able to go back and figure out what they had missed or, like, done wrong. Mm -hmm. With, like, very minimal hints. Which is wild for an ARG. Yeah, especially for one that has such broad-reaching URLs and just everything, how how wide out this spread. It's amazing how well so many of those were able to keep things grounded and work. Yeah. How good. many meticulously... Good puzzles. Yeah, really good puzzles. How many meticulously planned murders out of eight would you give this? Uh, Eight out of eight, baby. Hell yeah, eight out of eight. Uh, speaking of eight out of eights, how about the story? <sighs> Like a six. (laughs) (laughs) If I'm being generous. I know you are much more into serial killer type stuff than I am. Um, So I'm a lot lower than you are. uh, Just because this is all in service of stuff that I think is laughable and boring. (laughs) I just do not care about serial killer media. I mean, I... I might give it lower because this isn't even like as interesting as any of the actual plots on Dexter are. Yeah, it definitely feels like, uh, hey, here's the rough drafts for some episodes that didn't get yeah. made. Feel free to use some of these if you want. Yeah, like the actual plots of Dexter are like way more crazy than this. But in like a way that works, I assume. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just... I mean, it's up to you whether or not it works, but... <laughs> sure, okay. Um, but yeah, I, I just... To me, this is a a weird and wild plot that I can't care about um, with a truly bad ending. Um, oh, yeah, the, does ending, not make the ending any is sense. real bad. Yeah, so okay, I'm... one of the reasons that I, I wanted to cover this arg is because I uh, refreshed myself on it, and I looked down at the ending, and I was like, oh, we gotta talk about this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that I'm at like a two out of eight. I just can't bring myself to, to care about this one too deeply. Yeah, I might bring mine down to like a four. <laughs> Damn, I sucked you all the way down. <laughs> uh yeah, I just I I I wish I don't even I don't even wish I could like this more than I do. Um it's just kinda 
generic to bad serial killer stuff and not at all what I'm interested in. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, how replayable is this one? None. Zero replayable. <laughs> it will we be once buy... we're done rebuilding this ARG now that I've bought all the URLs. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, we just bought a bunch of the URLs from this ARG. <laughs> God, I wonder... We've never checked that for other args, have we? I wonder if we could just straight up buy a bunch of the URLs from, like, the Beast. Um, what's a good <laughs> URL from another ARG that you can think of? Do you have I any? No. Uh, not, not off the top of my head. We could probably buy I... wallysvideo.com. Oh, we probably could. Uh, anyways, don't don't encourage. If, if you like the show, please support to us on Patreon because I'm going broke buying. Uh, I'm going broke <laughs> buying URLs. Um, <laughs> you can probably buy the BlinkNetwork.com. Ooh, the BlinkNetwork.com. Twelve bucks a year, baby. Hell yeah! All of this aside, I I yeah. Uh, the replayability. There's. I know you're working off of a summary, but there's not a lot that still remains on the actual web front, right? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm working off a summary on the web, on the uh, internet archive. Okay. Uh, which, also, if you don't donate to us on Patreon, uh, go donate to the internet archive. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's like... Actual important shit actual important shit and like half of the reason that i'm able to cover these old args yeah a donation to the internet archive is a donation to us existing yeah (laughs) if you liked this coverage or our coverage of the beast or like half the things that we cover that come off of like unfiction go donate to the internet archive (laughs) there was definitely a moment when uh uh when the stuff was starting to hit the fan with uh the chuck wendig shit um where I literally thought, like, oh, if this goes down, we don't have a podcast anymore. Yep. So, yeah. Uh, if Chuck Wendig destroys our podcast, hold him accountable. Um, <laughs> on that note, uh, what did you think of the fun of this episode? I had fun. I had a lot of fun. It's been fun hanging out and talking about a bad ARG with you. <laughs> yeah i miss talking about bad ARGs. we gotta do the bad ones some more it's i'm always down to clown on i just i just don't i just hate serial killer shit i hate the way that we glamorize serial killers in media and i don't even mean that from like a moral point of view of like oh we shouldn't glamorize villains uh but just like to me, there's nothing more boring than a magical murder man that you made up. Um, especially because if you look at actual serial killers in reality, they're not super geniuses. They're just like dudes who get too much leeway from the cops that don't do a good job investigating them. So they get away with more shit than they should. Yeah, I I totally understand. Uh, yeah, that's my serial killer hot take. Sorry to lower the mood, but like... I don't know. I'm not interested in serial killers, so it's very fun to talk about this ARG, which does a, a laughable job of showing one. And Yeah, no, uh, I, t- I totally get it. I know exactly where you're coming from. I vibe with it. I I, <laughs> I wanted to talk about this specifically so that we could clown on it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, honka honka. That's me squeezing my nose. Uh, clown away. <laughs> this has been great. Um, <laughs> and I think that about wraps up our coverage of for eight. The Dexter. Yeah. I think I think I didn't know what to title our last episode, so I went went with uh, Showtime's Dexter's fates arg or something like that um yeah whatever works whatever works uh but thank you this has been fun thank you for bringing this one to me it's nice to have one that i can just clown on you're so welcome (laughs) (laughs) uh well with that out of the way do you have a recommendation that our listeners can clown on uh i have two recommendations which is that um Alyssa and I have been doing a thing where we don't watch prestige television in our household for the past couple weeks. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we've been watching uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, which I might have recommended on this podcast before, uh, which is the Scooby-Doo cartoon series that was made in 2012. And it's two extremely tight seasons that have like an overarching plot um and it it very slowly goes from like goofy monster of the week stuff to like oh there's actually a plot and like they're uncovering this conspiracy and it's like a cohesive story uh it's very good i highly recommend it that sounds Uh, like it rules oh it's really good you haven't seen it Mm mm-mm for some reason, I thought you had. Oh, it's no. so good. You should watch it. It's on Netflix. Hell yeah. Um, this is, I think, like my third time watching it. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. Uh, part of like the, the plot of the first season is they like uncover that there was like a Mystery Incorporated group uh, that existed like 30 years before them. And they like all went mysteriously missing. And they also had like a talking pet who is now like evil jesus it's really good andrew uh the other thing that we've been watching is we've been watching uh we've been very slowly watching every single season of futurama which we've both already seen like a billion times (laughs) my roommate did that in college repeatedly i uh went through a thing in college where there was just like a weekend that comedy central was showing a marathon of like every single episode of futurama uh and me and one of my friends bounced back and forth between different common rooms for like an entire weekend just like watching basically every single episode of futurama hell yeah um it's good it's a good show it's stupid and it makes me laugh (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah um it, oh, yeah. it has like th- i mean the reason we started watching it was because we were watching disenchantment which is a uh, matt Groening's other show that's on netflix that the third season just came out and then we ran out of episodes of that and we were like fuck we just might as well just like watch futurama again <laughs> gotcha is disenchantment good so my thing about disenchantment which is why i've been putting off recommending it on the podcast is that the first season is an entirely different show than the the rest of the show okay it's like nothing that happens in the first season matters (laughs) okay and then they like pivot to a different model for netflix or something yeah it's like it's very weird because it feels like 
they wanted to make a show with like a very cohesive plot and like lore and stuff, but they had to kind of like pretend that it was going to be Futurama like and be like an episodic comedy. Weird. The first season is very like the status quo doesn't change from episode to episode and it's like wacky adventure comedy. And then like the last two episodes are like, oh, there's plot now. Things are happening that matter. Characters are getting killed off for real. And then it stays that way for the next two seasons. Huh. Is it? Is it like Parks and Rec, where I usually, if I recommend it to people, I say, like, hey, skip the first season. It doesn't matter, and it's not good. But if you start with season two, you'll pick it up quick, and the show actually gets good then? Or is this something that, like, people can watch the whole thing, but know that, like, if you want that deep shit, maybe skip to the finale? Yeah, like, I would say watch the whole thing because you need context for, like, who the characters are, but... Only really, like, the first couple and last couple episodes of the first season have, like, any impact on the plot. Gotcha. Huh. Well, neat. Uh, should Should I put it in the show notes? It's, I guess, the real question. Yeah, do it. I mean, Hell a yeah. lot of it, it, it also has, like, the same kind of, like, dumb Futurama humor in it, so... If Hell that yeah. appeals to you, also you should watch it. If you just want Pastorama, it won't go. It won't go bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Well, cool. Uh, my recommendation this week is one that uh, you might recognize, and one that um, some listeners that were able to listen to an old episode of ours that got taken down might recognize. Uh, but I realized that our episode was taken down, and I need to shout out these folks. Uh, y'all should be listening to anime sickos um it is the only podcast that talks about the four pillars of modern misery which are anime posting gaming and jobs um it is truly the funniest podcast that i've heard in a long time uh i really enjoy listening to their takes on uh anime and the way that uh, jobs are ruining us and it's a very good very fun podcast um i'm also going to be involved in a thing that they have coming out soon uh, i think i'm allowed to say that uh, but i can't say what it is um oh but it's a podcast you should check out uh, i like it a whole lot and i think that you will too if you like the things that i just mentioned um if you if you like three of those things but not necessarily anime that's okay because the name anime sickos is kind of a misnomer um they're just kind of sickos first who like anime second um (laughs) and if you want a good episode to start with uh i might have gotten gusto mode on an episode so uh check that one out and others hell yeah hell yeah um good people i like them a lot nice yeah cool um on that note i think that we're gonna wrap it up for here uh if you want to support the show you can do so the best way to do it is by giving us a rating or review on itunes or your podcast app of choice uh that helps people find us and it helps us know that we are doing a good job uh which is something that i'm desperate for that approval um (laughs) 
Otherwise, if you have the means and want to support us financially, you can do so. You can find us on our Patreon, that is P-U-H-T-R-A-Y-I-N.com, or you can go to areyouthekiller.com, which should, or are you a killer? Are you a killer.com, which will uh, redirect to that by the time this episode comes out. Uh, otherwise, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. I am on Twitter at uh, co-host Sherms. I am on Twitter at Corpse Survivors. And we are together at Argonauts Pod. Boy, I'm doing this all out of order, but I should also point out that if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so uh, by email. Just shoot us an email to ArgonautsPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we read everything that comes in, even if we don't respond to it. We assure you. Um, and on that note, I think that's going to do it for us. So... Until next time, that's ARGS, baby. Hey there, I'm Marn, and I've got a new podcast right here on the Orange Groves Network. Every other Thursday on Dead Letter Society, I'm going to invite a friend into my library of terror to discuss a piece of horror fiction. We'll tackle topics like, why does Stephen King like evil clowns so much? Why is Ikea so inherently scary? And why don't young adult publishers like the horror genre? You can even read along with us week to week and weigh in with your own opinions on the Orange Groves Discord. So check out Dead Letter Society, a horror book club podcast, on the Orange Groves Network website or your podcast provider of choice.